Oh. Not a morning person. Catch the Annie and Ando podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Annie Louie, our next guest, is a performance coach, a keynote speaker. He's the Chief Partnerships and Strategy Officer for the veterans charity Swiss8.org. His name is Heston Russell. He introduced Australia to the Kardashian-loving Barry's Boot Camp. He nailed a career in the military that saw him become a Special Forces Commando Officer. Hey, and speaking of commando, <laughs> he recently got his gear off to model for an online life drawing class. Welcome to the show, Heston Welcome. Russell. Welcome. Good morning, Annie and Ender. Hey. Five degrees in Melbourne. Yes. Where it are you sure right now? Is. I'm in Sydney, sitting in my lounge room as my puppy kicked me out while he sleeps in the bed. Oh, copper. Can we, can we talk about that puppy first Yeah, let's of all? go to copper first. How, we, how, old's, <laughs> so how old is this is the cutest pup Sausage I've ever seen? Sausage dog. He's my first ever pup. And you, you look besotted in all your socials that I stalk. You look absolutely besotted. Is that just for the camera or is he melting your heart? Oh, I um, I like to think uh, I'm a pretty tough guy um, and he really has taught me what unconditional love is. Like just having something so dependent on you has been absolutely incredible to unlock that extra bit of emotion I never knew I had. Is he well behaved? I heard sausage dogs can oh. be a bit yappy and annoying. Yeah, people say that. He literally is the most... Cute. He's kind of shy. He's just so endearing. Oh. He's 14 months old. Oh, next time you're in Melbourne, bring him down and they can play with Ando's Great Danes. I've got a couple of Great Danes. One's, uh, one's 80 kilos, one's 64 kilos. So. He's pretty scared of dogs that big and horses for sure. Oh, yeah, that's very similar. Oh. Hey, um... Let's let's rewind a little bit. You have okay. um, you are one of the busiest homosexuals I know. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> actually, let's let's not even make it about let's, sexuality. Let's rephrase that, shall we? <laughs> um, your career in the military and armed forces um, spans yep. sixteen odd years. And yep. am I right in saying, for a large part of that, you were openly out? No, I wasn't openly out until I left. Ah, so what was it like being in the military, knowing that um, you couldn't be you? Um, look, it's actually, you know, it's a very detailed conversation you can imagine. But for quick summary, uh, after getting out and coming out, um, I have realised that I was the only person keeping myself in the closet. However, I am able to say that over looking back over the last two or three years, which we all know, you know, culture has changed so massively. But for yeah. context, I was within a unit of 800 people mainly men. Yeah. No one else was gay, which we know statistically is not correct. Mm. Yeah. Um, when, I, when I left, I was, you know, the, one of the second highest ranking people. Um, so for me to be the first um, openly gay man was just a level of courage that I did not have personally at that time. Aww. What was the biggest lesson you learned from the military? Um, life is too short. Maximise every day. Um, you know, you, you work and you unfortunately lose people in the line of duty and you sort of live there you left there to live your life um, knowing that they can't. So, you know, maximising every single day that you have is one huge motivator every day since. Mm, that's that's beautiful and, and, and really touching. And I read recently that the reason you left the military was very much about, um, you know, it was your life as well as then your other life, your family needed you at that moment as well. Was that what was going on for you around that time? Yeah, there was, there was a lot going on um, at that time. Uh, I mean, in my career, I was sort of due to move on to the next pasture, which would see me going down to Canberra and away from um, the lads that I worked with the last decade. Um, a few things going on in my personal life, including and I actually, you know, fell in love um, for the first time and allowed myself to have those feelings. Uh, and then at the same time, a job opportunity came up 
um, with Barry's. So everything sort of came together in a, in a perfect storm and I ended up taking my long service leave and here we are now. That's wow. so great. I'm looking at your Instagram and one of my favourite comments is someone being like, great couple, and then you go, that's my sister. <laughs> <laughs> My poor sister. So she uh, she's living and working up in Brizzy. And then during COVID, um, we ended up moving it down here to manage this store that her and I now own together. Oh, wow. Green Street Juice, you actually have the parent company there in Paran. Oh, nice. Um, I work with Nat and Steve, the owner. Yeah, yeah, And uh, so she works in the store and then I help out. And the amount of people that still think she's my girlfriend oh. is, is unsettling, especially for poor her when she's like, no, he's gay. Yeah. And what's your partner's name? My former partner. <laughs> oh, Annie. Oh. I was doing a break. Oh, oh. 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 This, this my apologies, time Blake. I've been on media this year and this has happened. It's good. Oh. Blake it was, Annie. <laughs> okay. It was Blake, wasn't it? It was, yeah. We literally broke up two I've days done before that lockdown. Friend two days before you know, lockdown. When and like, you say you got yeah, back overseas? Yeah, so we, we were overseas. Then we flew back into lockdown, having decided to break up two days before and then spent two weeks in self-isolation together here in Sydney in our apartment. Wow. And that was good. <laughs> and now you can't get out because you're locked down. Um, but it does that, seem like, you're, you, like you've always been focused on high performance, both mental and physical, and the yeah. fitness stuff. Like when I see what you're putting out, your YouTube channel has a whole bunch of videos or clips that will range from leadership and culture, which is your HR background, to then yeah. um, oh, languages of love. Annie and I love the langu- five languages of love. Yeah, right. <laughs> What's um, your top language? What is your love language? Yeah. Oh. Mm. To receive, affirmation. <laughs> to give. <laughs> to give <laughs> is gifts. Ah, that okay. makes so much good, sense, good, good. What about you, Heston? Uh, my love language is acts of service um, in my giving language. And I think I've actually really learned, particularly during lockdown, that the way I receive love is through quality time. Mm. Ah, that's a what really you, good Annie? one. I think mine um, giving is uh, acts of service as well and receiving is words. Words. Mm. Yeah, words. right. Words of affirmation. No, I'm with you. And I thought before lockdown, I definitely thought that's what I was. But, um, yeah, you know, during, I mean, you probably heard... Uh, and I've gone on and have a few chats about this, particularly during lockdown when, you know, life declutters and you start to actually miss those things that you derive value from, but potentially miss those things that you don't. You get that chance to reset and focus on where you derive your value from. And that was me during lockdown, you know, not yeah. having someone to spend time with and not having those people who just want to hang out with you for the sake of hanging out with you instead of getting something from you. That's oh. where I really actually found my true value coming through. That's beautiful. It's such a, yeah, testing time and your true self will probably emerge at the end of this. If you, um, Everyone's going through it. Yeah, the they are. in Melbourne are going through it round two. Oof. Oh, hey, 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 hey. And apologies for sending some of it back to New South Wales, <laughs> according to the papers. Oh, hey, uh, that's hilarious. So yeah, we have people coming into our shop. They're like, yeah, we're just staying in the hotel over here. We got out of Melbourne as soon as we heard lockdown was coming. It's like, great. Thanks, oh, mate. Please get out. <laughs> <laughs> um, changing gears. Cold showers. You posted a video of yourself doing the cold shower oh, yeah. challenge. Talk to us. Apart from those tiles, that shower looks stunning, by the way. I really like those tiles. Oh. So I'll, I'll message you later to find out where you got the tiles from. <laughs> I was probably the only person looking at the tiles and not looking at you. <laughs> cool. What's this cold shower thing? So the veterans charity I work for, Swiss 8, is all about taking a proactive approach to mental health to help stave off things like anxiety and depression. So as a part of that, it's going about doing things that help better yourself each and every day. 
and of which cold showers and cold water therapy is proven to have a profound effect on your immune system mm. um, and everything else in between. So I am, one, the worst person in mornings and two, the worst person in cold water. <laughs> so the guys sort of threw down this challenge and, um, you know, as a part of trying to lead by example, have gotten amongst it and helped develop myself by learning some Wim Hof breathing methods. And, you know, we're about week three into it and it's getting better, as you've probably seen from the last video. <laughs> yes, well, I've heard great things about that as yeah. well, and I think it's doable for a lot of people and scientifically proven. You're not going to end the, up. Being... I do sixty seconds, so oh. the end of my hot shower is pure cold. Oh, it's good for See, your that, hair. That's I heard like it. torture to me. I love my hot showers. To turn it cold at the end just feels like you're cheating on it. And I, I kind of leave soap on my body and conditioner in my hair, so I can't exit. I have oh, to actually <laughs> like it's kind of a forced. <laughs> and I've, I've got a rural property out in the sticks, and. Tank water up there in winter is so much colder than mains pressure and oh. in Melbourne. I, I reckon that's minus one coming through the pipes. Uh, if you have just tuned Good in. Good on you, at least you're doing it. <laughs> we are chatting to Heston Russell. He's a coach amongst many other things, also a representative for Swiss 8 and a business owner. And we want to chat to you about your nude life drawing now because we've been talking about things people have done in the nude or want to do in the nude. Was this something right. up, up there in your goals bucket list to do? Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> again, just sort of pivoting as everyone else has been doing during this COVID period, um, trying to raise funds for the work we do at Swiss Aid has been so hard. And a friend of mine actually owns Darlinghurst Life Drawing. Um, so yeah. he sort of reached out. We came together and put together this idea of me doing a charity class with all the proceedings going to Swiss Aid. So, I mean, look, like you leaving shampoo and conditioner in your hair and your body, me putting myself out there to do this um, made me accountable, but I definitely don't have to do that again in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and because it was online too, wasn't it? So how many, like, well, how many people It was actually it? better. It was, was it? actually much better online. I didn't have to, there were two people operating the stuff behind the scenes, but I actually felt a lot more confident just doing it to a camera. Wow. And it's at your um, house? I think, was we, it? I think we, ended up, we ended up having 180 people tune in. Plus all those people. I was saying to Annie before we joined you um, that people could have, there was a forum I was reading yesterday doing my research that said, oh, did anyone get screenshots of it? And I'm like, oh, wow, people could have been doing that or taking photos of their screen. Yeah, that's what we have to, well, it was funny because it was a Zoom call and there are about 12 people whose faces you could see and were talking to their microphones and the rest were all blacked out screens. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like my uni class. <laughs> yeah, so who knows what's going on there. And then you went on, uh, what's Carrie Ann's TV show? Um, uh, 10 Daily. And you made her oh, blush. 10 Daily, Studio 10. I don't know which one blushed more, you or Carrie Ann. Oh, she's a character, eh? <laughs> a bit cheeky, wasn't she? I reckon she'd be fun. <laughs> oh, I love it. Hey, um, Heston, thank you so much for taking the time this morning. Um, where can people find out more information about the work that you're up to? Uh, SwissAid.org is um, where we're at. Um, have a look on there and get on, get on board with it. We've got the SwissAid app and you'll see me putting some content on there with the rest of the boys. Otherwise, feel free to reach out via my social media. Beautiful. Seventy-five yeah. k followers too. Is it uh, doing well? Hey, you the, do... mob, the mob is the mob is fickle, Annie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was looking at your stats on YouTube when I look at all these leadership, culture, deep and meaningful, mental health, well-being, 
videos and the number of views yeah. and then the one there's one I think called Behind the Scenes which is Behind the Scenes <laughs> of the New Tour yeah. and it's just like 10,800 like it's 10,000 yeah. more than in any other video it's oh, like wow. this oh, whole the mob is fickle isn't it <laughs> <laughs> it sure is hey next time you're down in Melbourne when we can travel it'd be lovely for you to come in and catch up with us yeah, here yeah please do uh, absolutely keep up the great work and thanks for setting this up thanks, thanks mate so talk soon Heston Russell there. Miss the show? Don't worry. You can get the best bits of Addie and Ando on the podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.